0: You're locked on FC Hockey's Scout Series. Bringing you closer to the top names in the NHL entry draft than ever before.
1: Now, here's Kyle Watson. Hello everyone, my name's Kyle Watson and welcome back to Scout Series. I'm here with our scouts Josh Bell and Dylan Galloway. How are you guys doing today? Doing
2: well. It's uh, nice to
1: have all this hockey action this week.
0: Yeah, it's been, it's been great to see international play again since the world juniors felt like a long layoff there for a bunch of these guys.
1: Yeah, it's uh, really good to see everybody out there on the ice from this draft class. Um, There's been a lot of guys we haven't been able to get good looks at. So the the first thing I wanted to talk about was, was Dylan, Um, these OHL guys, they really look like they've come out with something to play for. In that first game, I think there was about eight of them. that got a goal. Um, is there anyone from Ontario that's made you reconsider where you've had them ranked thus far?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Actually. Um, I mean, I, have really liked what I've seen from Ethan Dumastro. I've been high on him, uh, you know, since the beginning of, uh, of last year and, and just through all this year, I, I feel like I've been pumping his tires in our scout calls. Um, but we haven't obviously had any or much tape to go off of other than last year, um, until, until this tournament. So um, it's been really nice uh, seeing him uh, have success in this tournament. Uh, Brett Harrison, same thing, is looking pretty solid. Um, and then that, uh, that Winterton-Johnson line the other night just seemed to be getting chances upon chances every time they are on the ice. And, um, and they've, they've also looked like, like you said, they've come out playing for something. Um, and, and they've looked really solid so far.
1: Now, Josh, on the flip side, is there anyone who walking into the tournament you are really looking forward to seeing but maybe looks like uh, they're a little rusty out there? Um
2: from Canada not not too much actually. I'm I'm pretty impressed with most of the guys. There's been a couple uh, a couple of plays by Dilma, Del Mastro and Stillman that uh, weren't great, but overall I think they've played a strong tournament. Um the one guy I was kind of hoping for more from for more from um just in the tournament in general is uh, Simon Edmondson from uh, Sweden. I kind of thought he would put the team on his back a little bit but that's been all Fabian and so far um so he's a guy that has been in the conversation for first overall in this class and i, I don't think he's helped that in any way in this tournament uh he's definitely showing his his holes in his game and uh, showing how a faster opponent can exploit that so he, he's a guy that I, I was hoping for more from but i've been a little bit disappointed in
1: Now, obviously unique circumstances have made this tournament weighted more, uh, for scouts and it's really the only competitive play. Some of these guys will get, uh, before draft day, but I'm interested, Dylan, how do you make sure not to put too much weight on this tournament when it is the only look you'll get at some of these guys this year?
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's certainly different for the players who have been playing, and this is kind of just a benchmark to see where they are amongst their peers. Um, whereas the guys who have been playing at all, um, this is really our first look at them since they're, since their uh, underage year in, in the OHL or the D minus one year in the OHL or, uh, the league that they're playing. And so, um, it is, it honestly is really hard not to, you know, bump them up the rankings like quite a lot, just based on like, you know, a 12, one, uh, victory against the Sweden team. Like you see some guys out there just running cycles and making big plays and all that stuff. and, and. The, they've come to the forefront of your mind. Um, but I think the most important part is uh, we've been going back and looking at uh, games from last year um, and and obviously comparing that, that pro- uh, progression and their trajectory from how they looked last season to how they look in this tournament, because that's really what we have to go, what we have to go off uh, for the most part. So um, I think, this year, more than normal years, this, this tournament specifically for those players who have not played will be used like a a lot more, um, in a rankings factor than, than anything else, because it's really the only time that we'll, we'll have to see them, um, at, you know, a big tournament like this or making, uh, plays in big games. So I think, I think it will be, uh, used more highly than it would in past years, but again, you can't, you can't really uh, take that small sample size and say something like, you know, if Simon Edmondson is having a bad tournament and um, you know, a guy like uh, just cause I'm, I'm watching the OHL and I like him uh, Ethan Delmastro. let's say Ethan Delmastro like goes, you know, all out for the last little bit here and Simon Edmondson, you know, looks really poor. I mean, we're not going to bump Simon Edmondson down out of the first round just based on this tournament, such a small sample size. Ethan Domastro, like way up. That's, that just doesn't, that's not realistic either. Um, But I think that for those guys who, who haven't played, it will be part like a bigger part of the measuring stick uh, when it comes to draft day.
1: There's a lot of guys in this tournament that we've known the name of, and we are looking forward to getting a good look at, but are there anyone, is there anyone that you didn't know or weren't really looking at and they have surprised you and you're kind of writing their name down for the next rankings, Josh?
2: Um. Yeah, Danila Klimovich from Belarus. Um, I don't. I don't think there's many people that knew this guy's name. Playing, and I think he's the the second tier in Belarus. where um, he's been putting up a lot of points, but obviously he's not been on the radar. And then he comes in and he's got six goals <laughs> through his first three games. He didn't get on the scoreboard last night against Canada, but uh, he's just he's just been so impressive. Um, he's got a wicked shot and. Um, just his ability to kind of sneak behind opponents. Like obviously everyone's seen his goal scoring, but he still is able to get open. He's able to find that soft dice and slip behind defenders. Um, it's really impressive. And just listening to, um, the, the broadcasters interview, some of the, the other people in the, in the event and talking to scouts, there are some that think he could be a, a top three round guy. So it's uh, it's interesting to see kind of that rise out of nowhere and all of a sudden, okay, maybe this guy needs to be taken in the first 96 picks. Um, so I think he's a guy that, that could be in there. Um, and another one on the same team is Dimitri Kuzman. Um, if I've heard his name around, I know Will Scouch talks about him quite often, but uh, he's definitely put on a show. He got that first lacrosse goal, which is just so impressive, but all tournament, he just shows off some wicked hands, wicked footwork. Um, so he's a guy that, he might not be in the top three rounds and, and Klimovic might not either, but uh, I think they will both get picked.
1: Now, although it's been a pleasure to get uh, a look at some of the guys that are draft eligible this year, the tournament has been dominated by some of the youngsters. Um, just obviously we were expecting guys like Mitch Goff and Shane Wright to have good tournaments, but I find even on the States, Lane Hudson has probably been my stand-up player and on Russia, um, probably a year off Dil- Dylan. um w- there's not many words that haven't been used to describe Matthew Mishkoff, but how have you enjoyed watching him this tournament?
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's kind of history in the making. Sometimes when you're, when you're watching him play, it's, it's un- unbelievable. Is, is the, is the word that you can use. there. Um just so dynamic and creative and, and um, un- unbelievable is I'll, I'll just keep saying that word unbelievable. It's, it's, it's crazy watching him play at such a young age against uh, you know, these level of opponents and, and dominate the, the way that he's dominating. Um, yeah. It's, it, it makes, it gets you really, really excited for the next draft. You don't want to look past this draft at all, but uh, the next two are going to be just incredible draft, uh, draft uh, stocks. I think it's going to be great to watch.
1: Now, Josh, of course, like Dylan said, there's still two years to go with some of these guys, Mitchkoff and Bedard. Um, and you you don't want to say anything prematurely, but between Wright, Berdard, Mitchkoff, Brad Lambert, all of these guys, who for you has been is the leader so far?
2: In the, in the tournament, um, I'd have to say Mitchkoff, He he's just been dominant, and he just makes it look so easy. Mm-hmm. Like there there are clips of him just turning on a dime and breaking guys' ankles. He pulled off the cross goal, and then he. He has two hat tricks. He got the between the legs goal. He's just, he's just doing things that guys do in practice for fun. And he's doing it against guys older than him at a top level. And he's the second youngest guy in the tournament. Um, so obviously all the talks about him and then Shane Wright with, with five goals and the two games played. Um, but I, I don't think we can um, look over Conor Bedard. Um, he's not putting the points up like Mitchkov. But if you watch him get played, he's been played in all situations. He, with Shane Wright out, he got bumped up the lineup, um, in, uh, in the game against, uh, I think it was Latvia. He was played every other shift in the third period while Francisco Pinelli got benched. So he's a guy that's depended on, on that Canadian team and relied on. And I don't think you need to take that lightly when he's playing for the, the stack Canadians. So they're, they're both, they're both just so impressive.
1: I think it's also important to consider that while well, Mitchkoff is a uh, is a late o four, that Bedard's an o five. So I didn't really expect him to play as much as Mitchkoff, especially with Shane Wright on the team. So yeah, I think you're right that well, I don't think anyone is going to forget about him because he's still playing incredibly. Yeah. But guys, uh, looking at the medal round, Russia's playing Belarus, Canada's got the Czechs, Finland, Switzerland, and Sweden, USA. Dylan, first of all, we'll uh, start with you. Who's your medal picks?
0: I mean, it's, it's almost impossible for me not to pick Canada's gold at this point. Um, they, they've seemingly just looked so dominant, uh, the entire tournament in my, in my mind, um, just their, their play, uh, has been so on point, um, and, and physical and creative and quick and just the small details of their game is great. So I got to go with them at one, two, uh, I guess that's where it starts to get a little bit more confusing for me. Um, silver. uh, I, I mean, I guess the Russians for me would be the, the next, the next go to, and then for bronze, I gotta go USA, I guess. It's going to be tough.
1: No love for the Finns. I think they've, they've shocked me for sure. This tournament,
0: I it's not so, so I guess I, I was, I was talking about this before, before the, uh, before the, the podcast started, but I watched the, the prelim uh, Canada uh, finish game and and the Finns are fantastic. Tuoma specifically in, in that game was just, you know, up and down the ice the entire time. He looked fantastic. Um, the one thing that I would say for, uh, for that game is I noticed that the Finns were getting dominated pretty physically um, a lot of the game um, and they were having a, tr- a tough time, you know, really – generating much, uh, from Canada's, uh, uh, around Canada's blue line. Um, I found that their inability to, to match Canada's physicality, um, is, is probably could be a little bit of a problem, uh, coming into the metal rounds when, you know, defensive systems might get a little bit more structured and teams might start, you know, uh, getting a little bit more physical. So that, that's, that's the only reason I, my, my brain goes to the three that I went to.
1: Now, Josh, do you also key, see Canada winning this tournament? Yeah, I, I tweeted this out before the
2: tournament that uh, I had Canada taking gold, Russia, silver, and the U.S. bronze. Um, so I, I still i am going to stick to that. Um, however, if if a team is going to disrupt that, I, I do think it would be Finland. I've been pretty impressed with them. Like like Dylan mentioned, Tuamala has just been lights out. But um uh, Bunin and uh, the defenseman Jimmy Suomi and... Uh, Alexi, Haimo Salami. I'm probably butchering these names, and I apologize. But they have all been so impressive, and even Samu Salomon, who I haven't been that high on um, this season, he's looked—they look very good. Um, so I think that they could push the USA for that bronze. I, I don't know if they'll be able to get into the top two, um, but that game it would between U.S. and Finland. It went into overtime. It was unreal. Um, it was, it was just a great finish. And so, yeah, they could, they could really push into that top three.
1: I think we're still yet to see the best from Brad Lambert too, as well.
2: Yeah. He, uh, he looked good in the first couple of games. And then I think he was, he sat out in the third. Um, I think a lot of these teams are kind of, are kind of sitting certain guys. You look at Canada and they, they had Shane Wright out for two games. They had Kuhlman's out. And as the games go on, you can see some of these top guys play less and less and they roll the, the bottom three lines. Um, so I do think that comes into, a, into, uh, into play like the Russians, they've been rolling their top guys, but the other teams, they've been kind of sitting them and resting them for these metal rounds. So that'll be an interesting thing to keep an eye on.
1: Absolutely. The, the best hockey is yet to come. Uh, and I'll be talking with you guys after the tournament. So thanks so much for joining me today, guys. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you very much.
0: Thanks for listening along. Be sure to keep it locked to FC hockey so you don't miss the latest news, notes, and interviews featuring the NHL Entry Draft.